Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. I want to go quickly to the body now. Turn to Hebrews 10. That's right next page. Just turn a page for those of you that are Hebrews 10. Let's read verse 20 first. Read 19 and 20, please. Okay, I'm not reading anymore because if I keep looking at 10, I'm going to read the whole chapter in a minute. If you don't know this, this is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. I know I say that pretty often about many chapters, but this one really is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. My God, this is so good. This is so good. 19, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest because you didn't sin all week. Having boldness to enter because you didn't fight with your wife on the way to church. I'm not going to take an altar call for all of you that fought with your wife on the way here. I just know it happens every Sunday. What is it with Sunday mornings and the devil making fights at home? Come on now. Having boldness to enter by the blood of Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. Jesus. Listen to me closely. The blood of Jesus did not atone for you. (gasps) What did he say? I said the blood of Jesus did not atone for you. That's why in the new covenant we do not celebrate atonement. You know what the word atonement means? To cover. Hello? To cover. Brother Hagen, when I came to the grace message, the first message I heard was Kenneth Hagen preach on righteousness consciousness. And he said something that blew me away. He said, if in this Bible someone were to drop some communion and it's got a red splotch on the top, right here, I take a good little leather and I cover it. And now you can see that red. But here's the problem. The spill is still there. That's what atonement did. The blood of goats and calves. Did I say that American? I didn't say that Indian, did I? Calves, calves, yeah. The blood of goats and calves. (laughs) The blood of goats and calves only atoned for your sin. That's why you had to do it every year. It only covered you. The beauty about the blood of Jesus, John the Baptist declared. He said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away your sin, my friend, is not covered. It is taken away. The blood washed my sins away. Washed my sins. Come on, somebody. It washed my sins away. Woo! Happy day now. Washed my sins away. Don't think that, oh, but that, you, know, you know what's in? You are not. You are a new creation now. Listen to me. God does not take away your right to be stupid. You mean I can't sin? Yes, you can. You can be as dumb as you want to be. But God has decided that your ignorance and stupidity is not going to make him change his mind. About who you are. And the sooner you believe who you are through Jesus. The sooner you manifest who Jesus says you are. Can I ask you a question? All the word of faith people in the house say whoop whoop. 
I know, I see you. How come when it comes to healing, if you were sick and I told you how to get healed, what would I tell you? Believe that you are already healed. So if you believe that you are already healed, you will manifest what you believe, right? How come when I talk about sin and righteousness, y'all cringe? All the preachers bashing Zach Cherian for saying, you're already forgiven. Why? You don't know what they do. You would say the same thing for sickness, but you wouldn't for sin? If you are already healed when your body's still sick, but you're like, by his stripes I'm healed. You're sick as a dog. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. Before you know it, you become healed. Why don't you say, I am the righteousness of God? You are dirty as sin, but you say, I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. And before you know it, your lifestyle becomes righteous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I got to go quickly. 20. By a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. Verse 19 talks about the blood. Verse 20 talks about the flesh. Because of a lack of time, you have to hear me as I say this. Just as eating brought death. Eating brings life. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. I'm the bread of life. If you eat me, you have eternal life. Just like eating in the Garden of Eden brought death, eating brings life. That's why when you hold that bread in your hand and that cup in your hand, I have to tell you, brazen grace, you are not holding a type of. Never once did Jesus say it's a type of or an example of or a metaphor of. He said, this is my body. The type of nothing can heal you. The type of nothing can save you. The type of nothing can deliver you. But the blood of Jesus can wash you. The body of Jesus can heal you. You hear me? When you hold that bread and you hold that cup, don't say a type of, no, this is your body. This is your blood. Well, but it, uh, me, 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 me. Huh? You still look nasty to me too. But you're a new creation in Christ. You are washed by the blood of Jesus. You are no longer a sinner. You may still be stupid, but you, as far as I'm concerned, through the eyes of Jesus, you are the righteousness of God. And you look just like Jesus. Hallelujah. We boldly enter. Beloved, today, if you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, I will give you an opportunity in just a minute to do it. But if you have received Jesus, then don't let anybody tell you you can't partake of that body. Because if holiness was the prerequisite for partaking of that body, none of us would be able to partake of it. Not even the preacher who's telling you to search your hearts for any sin. The Passover bread that we call the matzah, that the Hebrews call the matzah. Now I want you to notice the seven things they did. Do you have it on there, Fergus? The seven, the seven ways the Passover bread was made? If you don't have it up there, just write this down. You have to understand. This is how the Passover bread was made. And so when Jesus on the, in the Last Supper sat and he held that bread, what did he say? This is my body. And you'll see why he said that. There are seven things that the Passover bread goes through. Are you with me, church? Yeah. Number one, the wheat is harvested from selected fields 
and it is first examined for impurities. If there's any impurity on the bread, out. It had to be a pure, pure wheat without any impurities. Jesus was examined before Pilate and he said these words, I find no fault in him. You know who Pilate was prophesying over? Every single one of us today. Wheat was harvested from selected fields and examined for impurities. Number two, the dough is kneaded with fresh spring water. Three, watch this now. At perfect texture, the dough is rolled thin. And it would squeeze the dough till it became really thin. He was so humiliated. He was so made nothing that he didn't even look human on that cross. Isaiah 53. Study that later. There was no pride. There was, it, it, the bread could not be puffy. Number four. They would take a special roller that had pins on it. And then they would roll the pin. Roll that roller with pins on it on that bread. Until there were two things on that bread. It would leave that bread with holes. And it would leave that bread with stripes. Now watch this. Number five, then the, the bread that was rolled, thinned out, beaten down, pressed down with, with stripes and holes. Are you with me so far? This is why when you hold that bread, you can look at it and you'll notice. We, we serve matzah here for communion. You'll notice there are holes on it and there are stripes on it. Number five, then that dough that was pressed is taken and hung on a pole. <laughs> then the zetzer, the guy who makes the bread, would take that bread and now put it into the fire. I want your mind to go back to Calvary right now. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our sin was upon him. And by his stripes, we are I don't want you to only think of what Jesus did only on the cross or in Gethsemane. I said that yesterday. I want you to hear me carefully now. Jesus shed his blood from the garden to the cross. He shed his blood. What? Listen to me again. From the garden to the cross. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about you, but I am buzzing right now, man. He shed his blood from the garden representing Adam and the fall, all the way to the cross of Calvary. But Jesus didn't just finish on the cross and was thrown into the tomb. His body was there. But the Bible tells us clearly that he went into the fires of hell and he burned for us there 
So you and I who are in Christ never have to either get on a cross, never have to be pinned, never have to be striped, never have to be struck 39 times, never have to go into that nasty place called hell. Through Jesus Christ, you can receive eternal life forever. I don't know why you wouldn't receive this free gift. I don't know why you wouldn't take this Jesus and say, I want you, I want you. How could someone possibly love me so much? The body was to make us righteous. The body was for our healing. But the blood was to make us righteous. Beloved, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 11, and because of a lack of time, I have to close now. Many of you fall asleep, fall asleep because you eat the body without discerning it. Let me explain to you Falling sick is the natural progression of life on the fallen earth. But Jesus is giving us a way. Jesus is giving us a way to bypass that by eating that bread and that cup. It is natural to fall sick. It is natural to die. It's not that people are dying because they're partaking. I know some heathen people that take it all the time. Live and happy. So it's, it's not talking about doing it bad. He's saying you don't enjoy the benefits of life that is given through the body and the blood because you don't discern it as the body. You're eating a type of. Well, Jesus said do this in remembrance. So let me remember Jesus as I use it. No, you got to know what you're eating. You got to know what you are drinking. And when you know what you are eating and know what you are drinking, the life that comes from what you know flows into your body and brings life to you, flushes out the impurities. I could tell you story after story after story of people that have taken communion and be healed completely. But here's the sad thing. The church has been disqualifying people from taking it because of their sin when actually it is that taking that delivers you from sin. Don't disqualify whom God has qualified. Ushers, would you pass them out please quickly? Today you can hold that bread in your hand. Hold that cup in your hand. And receive it real quickly before you partake. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Those of you that are watching me online on Periscope. I'm speaking to everyone around the world today. Would you please hear these words? If there's anyone here that has never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm not asking if you've been religious or if you've gone to church. Hold on for just a second. I'm not asking you if you've been religious. I'm not asking you if you've gone to church all your life. I am asking you, have you ever believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you ever accepted him into your life? The Bible says it's really simple. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. What do I need to do? Nothing to do. Just believe and receive. Just believe and receive. Maybe you're here and you've gone so far away from God because of life, because life happens. And you want to come back to God and you're saying, Pastor Zach, can I just restart today? Can I reboot today? You know, sometimes when a computer gets full of crud, you just got to just start all over again. For those of you that have never received Jesus, today he'll give you a new nature. He'll give you a new name. He'll give you a new identity. He'll give you new desires, new love, new passion, new victory. And he will also secure your eternity forever. Do you know where you will be if you were to die today? Do you know where you would go if you were to die today? Well, you can know right now by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord. To any of you that may be here that say, Pastor Zach, I need Jesus in my life today. If you'd like to receive Jesus today, 
Simple, simple. All I'm asking you, if he was not ashamed to die on the cross naked, if he was not ashamed to die on the cross naked for you, you cannot be ashamed to lift one hand for him in church. If you would like to receive Jesus or give your life to the Lord completely today, with every eye closed, nobody embarrassing. I don't want to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you to the front. You're going to stay in your seats, but I want you to be bold enough to say, Pastor, I need Jesus and I'm going to receive him today. No shame in it, beloved. No shame in it. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I need Jesus Christ today. If that is you, at the count of three, lift your hands all over this room. Ready? One, two, three. Lift it up quickly. I see hands going all over. Would you please keep that hand raised for just a minute if you don't mind, please, please. Everyone in this room, especially those who lifted their hands, you may put their hands down. Repeat this prayer simply, say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am, needing your forgiveness. Thank you for your blood that was shed for me. I received the sacrifice that was made for me. Jesus, today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come live in my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. He died for my sins and he rose again for me. From this day forward, I am saved. My eternity is secure. I have a new identity. I have a new nature. Thank you, Jesus. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Would you please pass out the Lord's table? If you prayed that prayer, you don't have to be afraid of picking up that bread and that cup. You are saved, beloved. You are saved today. I'm so proud of you that lifted their hands. Just partake of that today and know that your eternity is secure forever. Would you please hold that bread? Don't take a type of. Know what you are holding today. Covered by the blood, please. Know what you're doing today and hold it in your hands. Know that you are covered. Covered by the blood. Covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise Him, church. Hallelujah. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM PO Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas. 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.